death to all of them. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. get your level. Get your level right. I'm doing it. Death to all of them. Death, death to all of them. <laughs> death to all of them. Terry, can I get a mic check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three. Death to all of them. Thank you. Welcome back to We Love That. I'm Jerome. <laughs> and I'm Kenyon. And this week, we're talking about themes, thematicisms, songs. And as always, as I love to do, we're ranking them against one another. Because <laughs> you know what a theme song has to be? Well, it has to be good. Hey, Queen. Hey there. Queen. <laughs> it's the, we're, we're coming in on the, the tail end of this month here. We're closing down. I know, by the time people listen to it, Pride Month will be over. Illegal, first of all. Homophobic, second of all. And there's only one month better than Pride Month. My birthday month. <laughs> I had Black History Month. I had oh, Black History so Month. So many things. I'd say Black History Month and Pride Month are are even. Okay. No, I'd say Black History Month is better than Pride <laughs> Month. Very good. <laughs> so number one is July, the month I was born in. Interesting. And then it's Black History Month, and then it's Pride Month. Then it's October for Halloween. You... Then it's December for Christmas. Okay, where am I? What about me? Um, <laughs> Jerome. I'd say November is next. Uh, no, I May is really beautiful. So then May, just because it's really nice outside. What? <laughs> so November, it's giving you fall. It's giving you leaves. It's giving you autumnal. But I already put October. You put the very last day of October, most of which gets celebrated actually on the first day of November. Actually, most of Halloween is celebrated throughout October. Now, now, now. How now, brown cow? And I, there's nothing for you to say about that. <laughs> Take me to a moment for the world. Did you watch Luca? I did not. No. Okay, well, well we're scratch not even... that. <laughs> Never mind. You all <laughs> thought this would be the Luca episode, but just kidding. It's not. We got you. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I did not do that. But I've been. I mean, uh, are they, oh no! Tell ahead. me about your world and the moments, the moments therein. Well, you just made me watch this Wendy Williams video, and so that's all I can think about. <laughs> Death <laughs> to all of them. Okay. <laughs> to preface, I mean, there's not much to say that hasn't already been said about Britney Spears, but the way that people in this country are denied bodily autonomy is shocking for the sake of money and power. So it's like, I mean, I think that there's been a lot of criticism. I see. I'm really launching into go for it content, but there's been a lot of talk. I've seen a lot of talk online about like, Oh, well you all are so like concerned about Brittany, but like there are all these other people for whom, uh, their autonomy is taken away all the time and uh, you don't have anything to say. To which I, of course, say both and, right? Right. That, like, I feel like this is such an important example of, like, and Brittany has talked about this. Uh, she said this in her statement in court that, like, there are so many conservatorships that are doing so much harm and that she is merely one of many, many, many. And so I think that if we don't talk about these, like the idea of, oh, well, we don't have to talk about it when it's a celebrity because they have so much power and influence and are able, able to advocate for themselves mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, first of all, clearly not. Like she's been in this conservatorship for 13 years. Um, she said that she didn't even know that she could file to have it uh, re removed. So 
the idea of like, oh, well, she has power and therefore it's not an issue does not make any sense. But also like if we don't talk about it critically and like engage with it fully at the highest level or like at, with the stories that the most people are going to hear about, like how, what does that have to, how does that affect when people who don't have that level of power and influence right. think that, oh, well, if Br people are going to criticize Britney Spears or not advocate for Britney Spears, like why would anyone care about me? And even Britney said that she was like, you know, I, I don't, I didn't think anyone, I thought people were going to laugh at me. I didn't think anyone would believe me. Mm. Um, I mean, it's really, I think it's important. Like you're saying, I, I mean, if anyone's like me out there, I, I didn't know what a conservatorship even literally was before diving into Britney's life, really. Right. And so absolutely awareness is key. Absolutely. So absolutely free Britney on that one is how we feel here. And I can't imagine anyone feeling any different. I mean, <laughs> really. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> someone's like, free Britney. And you're like, I don't <laughs> want that. <laughs> I don't agree. <laughs> That's horrible. But there are some people who are taking a rather staunch position. Well, that brings <laughs> us to Wendy. Now, if you haven't seen this video of Wendy, Wendy Williams, who her birthday month also is July. Because what? Because we have the same birthday. <laughs> oh, no. Because so you're telling me that you're actually William, Wendy Williams. Imagine if I were Wendy Williams. That would be like, wow. You... I would be impressed, very impressed. I really would have been keeping up a ruse. Wow. Being in many places at once. Um, there is a clip of Wendy talking about... <laughs> talking about this topic. Um, <laughs> and she's talking about how disgusted she is by... Uh, by Jamie Spears, Britney's dad, and I mean the whole family to to all of them. She right. says, "Really, <laughs> because everybody." She says, <laughs> "She says, how dare you, Jamie Spears? You had me fooled, and you too, Mrs. Spears. Death to them all! <laughs> <laughs> death, death to all of them! <laughs> death to all of them! On TV, <laughs> literally sitting in her chair. Death to all of them." Death to all of them. And she really says it like that. Death to all of them. <laughs> it's the it's sound bite of the month. Fatality. Absolutely. What is that? What video game is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's like uh, Mortal Kombat when they're like, fatality. Yes. Instead of that, okay, in yes. the next Mortal Kombat, it should be <laughs> Wendy Williams saying, death to all of them. <laughs> well, you know they made another Mortal, Com Mortal Kombat uh, movie. For Another. why, I don't know. I don't... For whom... Why do you know this? Well, because advertisements. Oh. No, I couldn't... I couldn't have heard less about that. Well. I'm surprised I knew Fatality was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Which I... Someone will check that. I think that's true. <laughs> Wendy has, has put a spell out. Has cast a hex. Oh, a he remember that story a couple years ago where the witches were going to hex Donald Trump? Well, that's what Wendy's doing today. And guess what? Donald's about to get indicted. Looks well, like that's happening. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> ooh, goodness. Um, just to be clear, I'd actually wish not death to, to these people, but also please free Britney. This is must stop. Yeah. I won't comment on what I wish to, to these people. <laughs> Though I will say, she has a tell. She said on television, "Death to all of them." That's right. <laughs> it's just, the gasp at the end of it for me that is the most important thing. Even she is shocked that she said it. Like <laughs> she's like, "Ooh, where'd what? that come from?" <laughs> that was pretty extreme. Like you know. I don't know if you know this. I experience this very often. Like, when you're kind of, like, in a space where you're being a little hyperbolic, but, like, playing around, but, like, being serious, but whatever, and then you kind of, like, go a little too far, and you're like, ooh, I don't know if I meant that. That's the face that she made. 
Because she's clearly trying to say something inflammatory for her show. But she, well, she succeeds. <laughs> <laughs> and now everyone's talking about you, Wendy. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy now. I hope you're happy how you've changed your life forever. I hope you think you're clever. The other moment in my world is that I went to New York for Pride. I was outside around uh, others yes. without a mask on. And let me just say this. I got sick. <laughs> well, well, I guess that's like going to happen after right. not being around people forever. And kind of, you know, killing our immune systems. Exactly. Well, you know me. Someone could look at me funny and I would get strep throat. (laughs) So it is no surprise to me. I wish you health and strength. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Because I need both of those things. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But it looked like you were having a good time. Oh, I had a great time. I was out and about with the girls and the girls. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Uh, I had a great time. Um, I love being outside. I'm a little tired. Let me say that. Wow. A lot of physical activity. (laughs) Kenyon, we have such an exciting episode today. We really do. An episode you've been waiting for forever. (laughs) I mean, some might say my entire life has been building to this moment. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to be discussing some incredible, iconic theme songs. Absolutely. Finally. I, we've been teasing it forever, it seems like. At least Abs- in my mind. Yes, we have. And we're finally doing it today. So we're going to be going through some iconic themers, themery, <laughs> some iconic themery. Um, there, was, there were too many shows that we that have iconic theme songs. So we had to narrow it down and maybe one day we'll do another expanded. Cause you know, we didn't even talk about in our, we like came up with a list. We didn't even mention reading rainbow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, this is like, this is narrowed down to like Nickelodeon, Disney channel, you know, late nineties, early two thousands theme songs. Yeah. So if you're looking for like the Simpsons theme, it's not going to be in here. But it, Though it's a great thing. iconic, iconic as it may be, um, yeah. So there, you know, there's a whole there's a whole other list, but we're not getting to those today. We have a list of ten. Oh my gosh, Nickelodeon and Disney, or as encountered on Nickelodeon and Disney by the two of us. Right, absolutely. Um, so we well, let's talk about our ranking. Our rating system. Ooh, yes. Ooh, yes. Categories. Um, You know, what makes a theme song? (laughs) Well, it's got to be a... It's got to be a theme song for the show. It's got (laughs) to... It's got to be, like, a part of the show identity. You know? It's got to, like, tie in to the show in in some way, shape, or form. Um, And, you know, the degree to which... You know, just hearing a couple notes of it will conjure the whole world, the whole universe. Yes. To what degree is uh, is hearing this theme an essential part of understanding the show? Uh, to what degree does it is it sung by a member of the cast? Even right. Uh, yes. How iconic is it in terms of what the show itself is serving? Yeah. These days with streaming, you can, like, skip all, you know, theme songs. But these are the right? ones that, like, you play anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to hear it every time. Because it's it's necessary. Um, the next criterion is the nostalgia factor. Mm. Like, all of these shows uh, came on the air between 1990 and 2007. Um. And to what degree does it, like, really take us back to, like, I'm watching TV? Like, you can hear the static on the television. (laughs) Like, remember when TVs were, like, three feet deep? Yes. What was going on back there? Oh, projections and all sorts of things. Oh, that's crazy. All sorts of uh, technology. You know technology. (laughs) But yeah, absolutely. Like, are you a kid again? Is it Saturday morning? Is this what you're doing? Right. 
Um, and then the last category, some might call it a catch-all category, but we've chosen to call it the it has to be good category. <laughs> yes. Because there's one thing it has to be. It, but it has to be good. Exactly. So we're talking about uh, can you sing it? Uh, do you remember it? Is it innovative? Is it serving new cultural themes? Is it is, is it going to get stuck in your head? Are you going to think about it for the rest of the day? Is it going to make you say, I have to come back and watch that show? Absolutely. Does it make it into the like the everyday talk of it all? Like, can exactly. you just quote this theme song to people and everyone knows? You know what's that's, going on. That's a great way to put it. That's exactly where we are. It has to just be good. And if it it's not good. good, it has to be gone. <laughs> um, okay, what do we... So we're going to decide... You and I are going to agree on a, oh ra- my on a rating for each one. Not agreement. Okay. I know. This feels we good. We rarely agree. Um, what are we going to say? Out of five? I like it. Sure. Great. Okay. Um... Let's start with the oldest. Um, Absolutely. But maybe not the wisest. Maybe the freshest, actually. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now this is a story (laughs) all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Now this is an iconic, iconic place to start. Absolutely. I mean, talk about one that, that everybody already knows. Everyone knows the lyrics. Yeah. West Philadelphia, absolutely. Like, you could just say that and people on the street will just start singing to you. Exactly. Um, ooh. That's good. It's also like Will Smith is just serving youth throughout all of that. This whole... I know, and he's gorgeous. That's what you mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is what I mean. In terms of show identity, uh, here's what I love about this theme song. It, is, it tells you the whole story from the very beginning. So if you've never watched the show before, you're like, okay, I get it. He was there, now he's here, he doesn't fit in because they're rich, he's from West Philadelphia, whatever. So it's like, boom, you're there, you're in it. Then you also are like, I mean, Will Smith was a rapper, he was a musical artist, and then they're like, we're going to put him on this show. And he is featured in the theme song. So I'm. it's giving me high show identity. Very that, very that. Um I I mean I'm out here fours and fives in my mind. Yeah, yeah. I would I would. I mean I almost want to give it a five. Like Do is, it. There, is there a greater show identity? I don't know. I think not. <laughs> is there greater show identity? <laughs> and I mean I would say almost the same thing in the it has to be good factor. It's well, it's very good. Everybody <laughs> knows it. Um, and it's, yeah, we already said this. It's amazingly quotable. It's everything. Yeah. I So it has to be good. What say you? Five. Also a five? Yeah. I mean, are we, st- we're starting off strong. We are, but I'm going to, I'm going to, nostalgia. This is giving me not nostalgia. This is giving me a kind of timeless energy. Okay. Um, so it's not serving nostalgia. It doesn't really take me back. Um. No. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, nostalgia, I might give it a... I kind of, I kind of want to go low. I want to say three or even a two. I'm two. Like two and a half. Two? Absolutely a two. Okay, two for nostalgia. I feel it. I feel it. Okay, next up. Coming to you from 1994, it's Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister! Never knew Talking about a two-way twister. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, so there are actually two themes. There are two different versions of the theme song for this. Right. Um, I should know because it is on repeat in my house. It is always <laughs> on the TV. Right. These days, it just we just play Sister Sister just as ambient background environmental. As you noise. should. <laughs> you know how I feel about Jack A. Harry. <laughs> She's an icon. He's so funny. Um yeah, I'll have to say that I think the second iteration of the theme song is better than the first. Uh, I don't. I don't think I remember which is which. Is the one that I'm thinking of the first or the second? Probably the second. Okay, if it's work. the one where they're like serving, um, kind of Patty Labelle esque vocals, yeah. yeah, like trying to approach that. 
uh-huh, trying to approach. <laughs> Where the first one is like giving you a bit more like in the box, like. Oh, not that. Yeah, no, it's the second. I don't one like that. Um, show identity. Uh, I would say, I'd say it gives like a vibe, but I would not say it's like essential to the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I find myself sometimes skipping it. Uh, however, well, I guess if we're just talking about the category, which is show identity, um, I might give it a, I might give it a three. The visuals were good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it tells, like, you know, Fresh Prince, it tells kind of the story. It's like, oh, yes, twins separated at birth. Now they found each other. It, like, gives you that. But is that in the song or just in the visual? Oh, oh. Okay, I'm down for, like, a a two on show identity, actually. Can we go with a 2.5? Okay, let's do it. Would you be convinced? (laughs) Um, Now, however, nostalgia, I want to up the ante. Oh, oh. I would say like a three and a half or a four. A three and a half. Let's let's not be too hasty. Okay. Especially because now I just I'm listening to it all the time. It like mm-hmm. now not associated with that time anymore. <laughs> now, as for it has to be good. This is a good song. <laughs> and like you know, I wish it it were Patty LaBelle singing it because it is an amazing song. It's delivered excellently. Yeah. Like, it could have been a real vehicle for a star. Five. I would give it a five. I mean... (laughs) Well, that's what we're giving it. (laughs) Talk about a two-way twister. Wait, I'm looking at all these shows. This is just... (laughs) These are just all good songs. These are just all great themes. (laughs) Yes. That's how they made it to the list. Okay. Um, Our next song, I mean, it's an iconic song. Who does live in a pineapple under the sea? Well, it's the answer. The answer is the... The, 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 the answer is our protagonist. Wow. SpongeBob. And let me tell you, Absorbent and Yellow and Porous even is he. If nautical nonsense is something that you, in fact, do wish. Now, this is kind of dark because they say then drop on the deck and flop like a fish... Because then they're going to throw you into the ocean like a fish. So you can be with Spongebob. However, Mama, you're going to drown. I never really had taken it to its logical conclusion like that. <laughs> it's, they say if nautical nonsense is something you wish, wow. then drop on the deck and Mama flop like a fish. Well, I'd say that from our dramatic reading, off the mm-hmm. cuff... You know, are just inspired reading from memory that this, this is already scoring extremely high in memorability, which is, you know, and it has to be good factor. Oh, I mean, the song is good. (laughs) And then you have like the sing-along at the end. Very good. Engaging, interactivity. I agree. It's good. Now, I will say this. What I really love in a theme song is when it's like a good song, like I could turn it on on the radio and I'm like, okay, I'm living. I cannot say that for the SpongeBob SquarePants theme. I'm going to have to agree with you there. So that does take some points off of, you know, the it has to be good factor. <laughs> IHTBG. Famously. <laughs> that famous acronym. Um so I for it has to be good, I might give it a four. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, now, now, what are you thinking for nostalgia? Because similarly to what you were saying about Sister Sister, like, SpongeBob is the only... No, maybe there's one other show on this list that's still on. But, it, you know, it's still on. Yeah. Like, it is nostalgia. Like, it is take me, taking me back. But it's also like, SpongeBob is like, they're still running. Really deeply that. And also it just, it's still very popular. Like everyone's still, the references are still current. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really take me back. Yeah. There's more, and there's just so much that it refers to, you know? Like the things that really give me nostalgia with SpongeBob are these specific episodes that are from, Mm. you know, 20 years ago, as opposed to just the theme is associated with any point in time. I would say like a two. I might say a two as well. 
show identity. It's got to be high. I mean, if you, it makes you <laughs> yell SpongeBob SquarePants at the TV. Yeah. I just. And it, it's the vibe. It's like, it's pirate-ish, which <laughs> is very essential. Um, it is giving sea shanty. <laughs> very good. But, she, but I mean, I think there could, more could have been done. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I would say a four again. I'll take it. Okay. Now this next one is the sleeper. Yeah. This next one is the sleeper girl. <laughs> because this is as told by Ginger. Wow. What? I okay. The I have to admit that I was not an as told by Ginger Stan, but I I know the all the words to the theme song. So how is that possible? <laughs> I don't know that I know all the words. Um, however, I I liked As Told by Ginger, but there was something about the animation and the characters that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, and I don't know what that's about, but I loved, I really loved the theme. I think that's why I wanted to like the show. Wow. It's because the theme was so cool. Wow. And famously is sung by Macy Gray. Icon. Who is an icon. It is also like a real full song. This isn't like, you know, giving you like SpongeBob SquarePants where you're just going to say the name of the show a bunch of times. This is like, oh, detach it from the song, release it a single, like I'll listen to this on the radio. Someone once told me the grass is much greener on the other side. That's just a lyric. On the other side. Sing. Um, Yeah, I think that, yeah, as you know, even Sister Sister and Fresh Prince were giving like, real song it still was like this is about this show yeah uh whereas this is like pulling in a a cultural piece Ab- to wow. give you a time and place for <laughs> the setting of the cultural program. piece thank you <laughs> thank you which makes me put it like high high has to be good factor yeah because it's good right i would say like four and a half yeah I also would have to give it high nostalgia. Yeah, very Because that. when are you hearing the song and not watching As Told by Ginger? <laughs> As in, when are you hearing the song and it's not 2003? <laughs> exactly that. Um, I want to give it a five for nostalgia. Me too. Like, yeah. That's where it is. But as we kind of said, it can be detached from the show, kind of wholly. So maybe kind of low show identity. Right. So I feel like... You know, it's giving, you know, this is the push and the pull of cultural, of, of show identity, right? Because it's, t- I know exactly, like, what the vibe of the show is based on the theme song. Yes. But also, it's not specific, which I think kind of is its downfall. I think if you took the visuals away, well, it's just Macy Gray singing a great song. Which is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I want to give it a three. Okay. Okay. I'll go for it. What, what were you going to say? I might even say it lower. But you know Whoa. what? It's... Yeah. I might 2.5 really for me. Let's say 2.75. Oh my Let's gosh. We're breaking into the fractions. Let's just say this. The last time that we did this and <laughs> with the songs of the summer, uh-huh. all these people were like... You said you wanted to do a five-point scale, but then you went to the hundredth place. And to that I say, <laughs> read a book. Find a hobby. Go do anything else. <laughs> and also I say, thank you for listening. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Okay, here we are. This, I'm very excited for this one. I'm just extremely excited. It's good. So this is the this is the other one that I think actually is still running. I think it's still on the air. Really? I think so. Um, and it's giving. Well, it's giving jazz. <laughs> Full chorus comes in. Timmy is an average kid. Full band no in the background. Understand? <laughs> Mom and Dad and Vicky always giving him command. We've got. Yell ins. We've got absolute. We've just. It's just so dynamic. High contrast. There are horns all over the place. 
This is Fairly Odd Parents. Very good. Very good. Okay, I'm looking at the guy who wrote the show, uh, wrote the theme music. Um, his name is Ronald Jones. And he also wrote the music for DuckTales. Oh. Good. Family Guy. Oh. Iconic. You, you nearly made it to this episode, but didn't. So, go Ronald <laughs> But Jones. serving jazz, so I totally buy that. Yeah. This is a good song. Oh, it's a good song. Well, here before we even dive in to our ratings of the song, how hip are you to the to the world of well, you're gonna laugh. How hip are you to the world of fairly odd parents music? <laughs> I'm I'm familiar, but I also know that I've gotten much more familiar since knowing you. <laughs> now there's one particular song that <laughs> girl turns me out. And that is Christmas Every Day. That is a hot song. Everyone go listen to Christmas Every Day. I think it's on like a Nicktoons Christmas album. I don't know. But it's hot. The orchestration is amazing. (laughs) The lyrics are great. The melody is fabulous. Like, that's a good song. That is one of my favorite Christmas songs. And one day I'm going to be in Carnegie Hall doing a Christmas (laughs) review no, I'm going to be with the Rockettes in Radio City <laughs> Music Hall. And we're going to be can-canning, okay, to Christmas every day. Well? I'm speaking it into existence. You heard it here first, folks. I heard it here <laughs> literally a million, this is my millionth time hearing this dream of yours. <laughs> um, But beyond Christmas every day, like... There were schools out, the musical. Like, there was, like, Fairly Odd Parents was one of the shows that, Had like, sometimes would do music. Yeah. yeah. And what's his face? You know. Um, there's a musical Chip character. Tyler. Yeah, Chip. My Shiny Teeth and Me. Icky Vicky, famously. I- Icky Vicky. Absolutely. Um, so this is a very musical show, which I have great appreciation for. I mean, that kind of segues into the show identity of it all. It's like you've you've really created a musical universe as uh-huh. well as a visual, you know, character universe. Absolutely. Consistencies. Uh, it's also, you know, similarly to Fresh Prince, it's explaining everything you need to know about the show at the top of every episode. Timmy is an average kid who no one ever understands. Uh, Mom and Dad and Vicky always giving him commands. Excellent rhyme. Doom and gloom up in his room. Broken. Instantly. <laughs> when this magic little fish who grant his every wish. Yes, but in reality. They are his godparents. They are parents. There's some great cetera. little musical nuggets in there. Like, it's just, ooh. That's so hot. Ooh. You just really Okay, do you me. know the rap? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what? The the rap in the song. Oh, no, I actually, I don't think I could actually do it. Hop, tooth, um, rubber goose, something, something, something. Something, something, guava juice, girl. Ooh, you know, I love guava juice. Uh, giant snake, birthday cake, large fries, chocolate, chocolate shake. Uh, yeah. Ba-ba-da-dow. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Show identity, I'm all out. Yeah, five. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Fives now, across as the for board. for nostalgia. Um, I actually would not give it a five for nostalgia. Really? No. I Yeah, I mean, yeah. It doesn't, like, take me back. It doesn't snatch me back <laughs> Oh, my there, gosh. You know? <laughs> Did you break your neck? Death <laughs> to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow. I prefer my nostalgia nice and soft. Sometimes you like to do things nice and easy. <laughs> we don't always do things nice and easy. So this one will start it off nice and easy, and then we're gonna do it nice and rough. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> She's an icon. I need more of that. Just as an aside, what happened to people like fully just speaking 
intros. Just talking at the top of the song. Like, here's this song. We're about to do it. You're going to love it. It's going to yeah. be this, and then it's going to be that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, okay, nostalgia, you'd say, you, what would you give it for nostalgia? Maybe like a three and a half. Wow. I see that. I see that. Um, now, it has to be good. Here's the thing. It's good. <laughs> A high five. It's a high five for me. I think it's a five. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really good. It's really it's good. It's a great theme. Oh my gosh. Now, you say that, but then think about the theme song of this next one. Oh my gosh. Which I really think... I don't know. It might be tens, tens, tens across the board. Truly. <laughs> and this is a five-point scale. So, it's a good sign. Um... This is the proud family theme. So are we ready to uh, just do this? Like, I don't, what else can you say? <laughs> like, it's the proud family theme. Literally the only Beyonce, Destiny's Child, excuse me, Solange collab that I mean, we have. it's the only Beyonce Solange collab, Beyonce being part of Destiny's Child. Um, it's good. Like the things we've talked about so far. Can it stand alone as just a song? Absolutely. I play it <laughs> just, just to play it. It's a great song. <laughs> Very memorable. Um, but it like, it does the nostalgia thing for me. It does make me like go back. I do. I'm return. I return to the couch. I'm a tiny child. I return to the couch <laughs> and to the red table. Wow. Um, it's really good. Show identity, I think it's right there on the nose. In all categories, right? Like, it is about the show. Yes. Uh, it is topically about Penny's experience. It is giving you time and place as a cultural item. I think I have to say a five for show identity. Absolutely. Yet another show that was very musical. Oh, yes. Um, nostalgia. I mean, as I said, I'm back on the couch. You're back on the couch. Um, it just like, it is instant nostalgia for me because you cannot, the sound of the music is like, well, that, <laughs> I can tell you when that was made. You know, right. it like sounds right. like, like the time. And like Destiny's Child doesn't exist like that anymore. Beyonce's voice doesn't even sound like that anymore. Like, absolutely. It just is like, well, this, this is not of right now. I am somewhere yeah. else. Okay. And it gets a five from nostalgia. <laughs> yes. um, now it has to be good. There's <laughs> nothing more to say. I think it also gets a five where it has to be good because it really is quite good. And that's a perfect score. Oh, wow. <laughs> Across the board. Next up. Here we are. Um, what is the sitch, Jerome? Call me, beat me. <laughs> if you want to reach me. <laughs> this is impossible. It's ooh, it's good. It is. I'll say that it's a bop. It like is danceable. Yeah, and it's giving lots of different texture. Mm -hmm. You've got call me, beat me, <laughs> if you wanna reach me, and then it's like doesn't matter where, doesn't matter, doesn't matter where. <laughs> oh, right, don't just keep. You're giving all the textures. Just keep going. <laughs> 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 that's sick it is it's dynamic extremely it's dynamic certainly dynamic um i say it even stands out more than the visuals for me like the you know the visuals during the theme song like are giving spy yeah and just it's like oh cut away and she, and she's swinging and she you know it's like wow but it's the song that says well, here we are. The show is beginning. Grab your popcorn. Grab your backpack. Let's let's go. Jump in. Vamanos. That's another good theme song that we did not <laughs> it's include. Really quite good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not a Dora moment. This is a Kim Possible moment. Um, I will say, I don't know how much show identity it's giving musically. You know what I mean? And didn't. Okay. I kind of. Part of me wants to hear that, but then it's like the communicator sound is in 
It is. It's, it is. It is. I mean, I guess just that, like, in the same way that, uh, as told by Ginger, Sister, Sister, uh, Proud Family is, like, giving you a place in time, I'm not sure that the place in time of... Kim Possible's theme yeah. is giving you Kim Possible. Everything else about it is absolutely great, but show identity, I might have to dock a little bit of a point for that. Okay, okay, okay. So, so I may, I may have to say. I mean, I know it's about her. You know, she's your basic average girl, and she's here to save the world. Right. I will say that Christy Carlson Romano, I believe, does sing part of the theme along with what's her face. Christina Milian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just does the what's the sitch at the end. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, no, so, no, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. It says originally performed and it by... Is Christy Carlson Romano? Yeah. Originally performed by Christina Milian with Christy Carlson Romano harmonizing. So okay, the background, work. she's giving all Christy the background. Christy and Christina. Wow. Um, okay, then that's pulling me back. So I'd say a 4.5. I'll take it. Um, now, Nostalgia, how are you feeling? I don't... This is difficult, actually. I think it's... I'm on the higher side of things. Higher side of Nostalgia. Um, Okay. But, I mean, people love the communicator sound. You know, it's gotten revived and revived. It has people's ringtones and it's, you know, so it doesn't... Doesn't immediately take me back. Oh, I was gonna say it does. Oh, like I feel like every time I hear that communicator sound, I'm like, oh my god, Kim Possible. Well, maybe it did it. Maybe that's the work it did, and it did the work. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I would give it like a four. I'll take it. Um, now it has to be good, and let me tell you, it is. It is it quite is good. good. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's extremely memorable for me, down to the, like, echo delay at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, like... Oh, work. I, I think I just... I, I do know the entire song, kind of front to yeah, back. Yeah, and, and you sing along every time you hear it. You've you got know. to. All the ad-libs. Yeah. You know, every, you know every bit. And it's high stakes. It really is. Um. Okay, what are you feeling? It doesn't like it, it doesn't take good. me all the way there. Wow. So I think it's still like a like it's still high, like a four point five, but it's not like it, it's not fully out of the park. Uh, I see a four point five. I see that. Very good. Um. Okay. Now this next one. This next one is quite good. I was see, I was we were just talking about Kim Possible being very singable and like you have to sing along. This one, you have to sing along. <laughs> it's imperative, and you also have to dance. Yes, you have to get on your feet. <laughs> um, it's that's a raven. If you could gaze into the future, you might think life would be a breeze. Could see trouble from a distance. Oh, yeah. But it's not that easy. <laughs> but it's not that easy. <laughs> um, this is amazing. I mean, it uh, there was a there was a world in which you and me and some friends of ours were going to cover this song. Correct. So, <laughs> so <laughs> clearly it's very good. <laughs> there, therefore, it's very good work, Queen. Well, therefore, we think it's very good. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's good. It's good. She, first of all, okay, show identity. It's telling you about Raven's experience. It is sung by Raven. We even have feature. a feature from Orlando Brown, who is also on the show. So it's like it's giving you everything about the show, as well as like the cultural, like. Yeah. It's giving you young, hip, black teens. <laughs> That's the soundbite. <laughs> that is the soundbite. It's also, I mean, Raven was really giving a full music career at the time. Yeah. Speaking of Supernatural, another song of hers from kind of that uh, same era. 
Now, what was your favorite song? Mine was Some Call It Magic. Ah, uh, mine was Backflip. Wow. <laughs> wow. The way that Work. we had those at the top of mind. <laughs> she, she was an iconic musical artist. Truly. So, show identity, I think, is five. I'm going to be right there with you. You couldn't watch That So Raven without... I mean, it would, that's what it was about. It was about the theme. <laughs> If you could gaze into the future, which is which is in the it has to be good category. I mean, that is an instantly iconic first line. Absolutely. Well, I mean, even before the first line, you've got oh, and then the beat is so hot. I think it has to be good. Also, as a five, it's gonna be a five. Yeah, yeah. It's the nostalgia that's that's kind of tricky. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's still it's still very high in that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, is it tricky? <laughs> maybe I That's just said saying. that. Wait, maybe it's also a five. Like, Kenyon, it's that's so rare. Then now think about looking at the various visuals. Like, what was the season where like? It's Raven, like, and she's lifted up in the musical <laughs> dance number and she's pointing at the yes, camera. You yes, know exactly what I'm yes, talking about. <laughs> that is it. Uh, I mean, this show broke Disney records. It was like, okay. their, it was their first show to go as many episodes that it did. And then. Oh, yeah. Because there had been a rule. Right. It was like you a show, a Disney sitcom could only go for however long. And the people demanded Literally. more. It's like this this paves the way for Hannah Montana actually to go as long as it did. Yeah, speaking of which, we'll get to her in a sec. So nostalgia, it's also got it's gotta be either a 4.5 or a 5 for me. I think it's a five. Okay, very good. Um yeah, I do. Yeah, what like what could be better about the That's a Raven theme? Nothing. And I mean, in terms of taking you back to the time and place, I think the production does like does so much work there. It yeah, just could only be it is only of that time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, next up, Hannah Montana. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All the little like um musical transitions that she sung in the show yeah. are funny. They're funny to um, me. <laughs> have you watched the and like have you ever watched like a compilation video where it puts them <laughs> no. all back to back to back? Wait, I have to oh, see it's this. so funny. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being 14-year-old Miley Cyrus in the studio. Literally. She was so young. Her voice for that. She was so young. When she came back with that second album for the second season that had Nobody's Perfect. Yeah. Everything on that album was amazing. It really was. And she was like a kid. That's amazing. We stand. Okay. So in terms of show identity, I mean, the show is about music. The, it's sung by everything. Yeah. It's just, it's all the same. This is She's the show. singing the song. Best of both worlds, like that's the premise of the show. It, that is the show. You get the best of both worlds, chilling out, take it slow, then you rock out the show. You see what I mean? <laughs> oh, I, now I see. Okay, I see. I'd say A plus five show identity. I'm right there. Yes. Great. Now, nostalgia, this actually does not take me back as much because I think of it as like a song, you know? Yeah, and it really, it just, it feels like it's a part of the, the Miley Cyrus discog. Right. There are other songs, there are other Hannah Montana songs that I think have gotten less attention that I would now say like, oh, that really takes me back because I've heard it less. But everyone's always talking about the best of both worlds. You get the best. <laughs> she is singing. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, yeah, it's going to be actually low for me on nostalgia too. Like a, like a, not low, but like a three. I was also going to say three. So I'm glad we're thinking the same <laughs> exact thing. In now, terms, it has to be good. Right. It is incredibly singable. Oh, yeah. 
You're singing along, you're dancing along. Sing along, dance along. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Sing, dance <laughs> to this song. So, so there's that. In terms of like, you know, cultural cultural impact, you didn't actually feel like it went as far into the into the zeitgeist as like a Kim Possible theme song with the communicator sound, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it's still very good. It's good. I might give it a four. Okay. It's not her best song. Sure. She she, she was sure. <laughs> you seem unconvinced. I might give it like a 3.5. Whoa. <laughs> Well, well, I'm just saying. Cutthroat. Cutthroat. Um, okay, number 10, the final one on our list. <laughs> now, this is an iconic song <laughs> that had to be included. <laughs> this is the theme song for Wizards of Waverly Place. Wow. Now, let's set the scene. It's sung by Selena Gomez. It is about wizards. It is about them being wizards. And specifically, it is about Alex's experience as, like, a young wizard who wants to, like, use her magic to, like, do her wizard stuff. like Or, like... <laughs> like <laughs> Ooh, use the magic to do the wizard. Um, oh, wants okay. to use her magic to, like, like, make her own personal life easier. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like... Not only is it specific to, like, the wizarding of the show, but it is even more specific to the, to the character Alex Russo. Mm. Okay, that was, a, that was a great argument. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Well argued. Nicely defended. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is not what it seems. And so, high show identity. <laughs> That's all I have yeah. to say. <laughs> you might find out it'll go to your head. When you write a report on a book you never read. The okay. I have always laughed on that because not because of the lyrics, but because of the background vocals. On a book you never read. On <laughs> <laughs> a book you never It's just so funny to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um but in terms of like, does it is it an integral part of the show? It absolutely is. Yeah. It is it giving like the cultural moment? Maybe not. So I'm, I have to dock a little bit for that. So I might say a four. I'll take him. Yeah. Good, though. Perfectly good. Oh, yeah. Uh, nostalgia. Now, here's the thing. It being the most recent. Right. But there is some way in which it kind of pulls me really hard. Wow. I love that for you. It's just... I mean... Like... See... Now let's talk about how it has to be good because that is good. <laughs> that is witchy. It is uh, musical. <laughs> it is electric. <laughs> One um, more for the girls. And it's power. That's power. Wow. Wow. Music is power. You heard it here, not first. But nostalgia, I'm not giving, it's not giving me a nostalgia blowout. Okay. I'll take like a, 3.5, 4. Okay. Yeah, that's where I feel. That's how I feel. That's just how uh, I feel. It has to be good. I would say a 4.5. I might actually just say a 4. Wow. Why? We just talked about... Da -da 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 -da, which feels very like... Wah, 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 which is what you love. <laughs> okay. Call back to your incorrect views on toxic. No, I was right. Continue. <laughs> I do. I mean, I do love that. Musically, I'm like, I'm here for it. I just don't feel like it like did anything like culturally, anything, anything beyond that. Yeah. It didn't have the girls dancing. Right. When I think about other songs that are good songs. Yeah. I don't know if I would put this in that category of like, ooh, just turn that right on. I feel it. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I wouldn't just like, let's rock out to the Wizards of Waverly Place theme, unfortunately. Right. So maybe like a four. It's high, it's respectable. I, you've convinced me. Wow. 
you've convinced me. Well, we've we've got we've got some rankings on these on based on our work here, our analytical work. <laughs> yes. Um sociological, okay. anthropological, real deep dive. Exactly. Uh coming in at the bottom, unfortunately, <laughs> is a beloved show to me. Yeah. Uh, which is SpongeBob. You hate to see it. But it's that way. Because it's such an iconic theme. It really, it is. And look, all of these are good. <laughs> all of these are great. Everyone should be honored to even be in this <laughs> That's what I would say. But no, that checks out. <laughs> um... Okay, I am shocked to see that the next lowest is wow. Sister Sister. Wow. That can't be true. Did we do that right? We gave a 2.5 for show identity for Sister Sister. Well. That's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, change the rankings. We have to change that. That has to be at least a 3.5. I'm looking at other, th- like, that is the lowest score we gave for show identity. And that actually, it's impossible to say the word sister, sister without actually singing sister, sister. Yeah, so yeah. you actually, that must be higher. Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. Tommy, roll the tape back. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're giving it a 3.5. Very good, very good. Okay, which then then makes the next lowest. It's a tie between Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place, which I buy. Seems, I buy that. Seems right. That's what it seems like. With the other strong contenders here, I certainly buy that. Oh, yes. So, yes, oh, yeah. Okay. Then we get another tie. Yeah. Between Fresh Prince and Sister Sister, and that certainly makes sense. Very. Right at four points. And moving right Over on up. Average. Then we get to As Told by Ginger, which like just eked across the four line. Just barely ekes it <laughs> Wow. Barely. Okay. <laughs> um, Thank you, decimal points. Next up, Kim Possible. Absolutely love to see her there yeah. in a respectable, I guess that's a fourth place. Oh, yeah. I love that. Bronze uh, goes to... Bronze goes to the Fairly Odd Parents, which absolutely makes sense. I have to go listen to that right now. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. And then, I mean, it would be a lie to say <laughs> that we we didn't set out with this. This was always going to be the case. Yes, exactly. We've got- it's actually why we wanted to do this episode <laughs> in the first place. We've got a tie between the Proud family and That's a Raven, and that's just the way. that's just the way things are. Yes, perfect scores each. <laughs> They're both so good. As it should be. I'm struck by how similar, like the ties that we've got between Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place, Fresh Prince and Sister Sister, and That's a Raven and Proud Family. They're very similar shows in terms of time period and even yeah. theme. Yeah. Um, just, it's interesting. Yeah. And with the exception of Proud Family and That's a Raven, it's not even like they have identical scores across the board, but the right. the average really is giving the same. I totally agree. Well, now you know. I'm so glad we did this. It's really, it's science. It, it's important science work. Exact science. And you know, you can't, you know, can revise things after the fact. Absolutely not. Never. <laughs> Never could we ever. Um, so now we know. Yeah. Uh, if there are theme songs that you feel we've missed, we know we've missed some big ones. But send them um, in anyway. We might do another yeah. version of this. We'd, I'd love to do another version of this because I love these songs. And they're so good. And I mean, I'm, I think you should cover this. I think you should cover a theme song. And you should do a theme you song. You should cover. too. Okay. Maybe that's the next one, is that people send in ones that we have to rank and then the top two get covered. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, until then. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening, divas. We Love That is brought to you by Kenyon and Jerome. Our music is by Sophia Campomore, and our art is by Griffin Keller. And please drop us a line at welovethatpodcast at gmail.com. Oh my God, wait, pause. Girl, where's the nanny? Ah! (laughs) The thing is that there are too many shows. There are too many good themes. You're exactly right.